As you know, the province uh, making the decision yesterday, making it official, all Alberta students will be headed back to class on Tuesday following the long weekend. Uh, with the exception of some students in the province's north, the regional municipality of Wood Buffalo case counts there haven't fallen quite as quickly as they have in other areas of the province. So they're going to stay out of class for at least one more week. Um, Education Minister Adriana LaGrange had an opportunity to join us earlier this morning. She's in a meeting right now, so I spoke to her just before we came on the air. Education Minister Adriana LaGrange joining us now to walk through the decision. Minister, first of all, thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. My pleasure. Good morning. You know, we're definitely seeing a, a steady, sharp decline in case counts across Alberta, but we're also being told that the positivity remains quite high and we're in a precarious position. So why did you decide it would be best to send students back at this time? Well, uh, Shay, uh, just to remind everyone and all of your listeners that the decision to go to online learning for the last two weeks was made for operational reasons, not for health reasons. And so um, we were struggling with, uh, many of our school divisions were struggling with uh, a shortage of substitute teachers, uh, as well as uh, it was affecting bus drivers and educational assistance, et cetera. Because of the high numbers within the community, it was being reflected within our schools in terms of teachers and others that were requiring to isolate. Um, I understand the, 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 the discussion around the um, operational factors leading to the closures, but we also know that we aren't going back in the north because of case counts. So is it the case counts or is it the operational factors? Well, the op- operational factors are um, are affected by the case counts. And so when you look at the north, and uh, just so that uh, to, to give you an example, um, in Wood Buffalo, um, Fort McMurray, Wood Buffalo right now, the case counts are 1,596.6 per 100,000. By comparison, Edmonton is 323.2 per 100,000. So the fact that those numbers are still quite high in the community is reflected, as I said, our, our schools are a mirror of what's going on in the community. So those case counts do and does affect the number of individuals, some teachers, et cetera, within our schools that are having to isolate if they come in contact with active cases. While we have seen in the Wood Buffalo area numbers starting to come down, they just have not trended down as quickly as other areas. And so in an abundance of caution, we want to ensure that uh, that those schools, when they do reopen, are successful. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, uh, we've uh, allowed an additional week for that to happen. Okay, so just so I'm clear then, they are still facing operational pressure in um in the north. That's that's why the decision was made. They're still having because of the high case counts, that's My led to operation. Yes. That's correct. Yes. One one affects the other. Okay, exactly. Gotcha. Um now one question that I think a lot of people have and a lot of parents and teachers and educators have is how are these decisions made? I'm certain there are some sort of metrics that you are considering and when you're making these decisions, but we haven't seen them. And the chair of Edmonton Public yesterday saying she has no idea how, how you decide when it's right to go back and saying she can't guarantee that kids won't be sent home again because she doesn't know what metrics trigger these kinds of decisions. What are the metrics that you're following in terms of when the kids go back and when they're taken out? Well, I, you know, I'm... I'm surprised at that statement, Bayer, because uh, we've been very transparent. I'm in constant contact with our education partners, um, including our uh, our board chairs and superintendents. Um, and the metrics that we're using are high community COVID case counts, as well as high students and staff requiring to isolate within our schools, a shortage of substitute teachers and operational issues, as well as the number of schools 
that are requiring to to um, go to or shift to online. So when we have, um, you know, within the purview of a school authority, they can make a decision to shift a grade or a particular um, classroom to online learning. But when uh, it requires the whole school to go on, to go to online, then it requires um, more contact with my my department, myself, Alberta Health, and jointly we make the decision to shift a whole school. And when we have a number of those schools within a school uh, community, within a school division, it does start to create that operational pressure. So those are the metrics we're using. We've used them all along and we continue to use them. Um, I know for any parent with a kid in school and, uh, you know, for teachers and things like that, it's that dreaded phone call that you get finding out that someone is a close contact and you need to quarantine and you must isolate. Um, and I get the email from the school boards every day listing, you know, the dozens of cases and sometimes hundreds of students that have been pulled out of class. Are there any changes being made now that the kids are going back on Tuesday? Should parents be expecting perhaps more of those calls to come next week? And I understand how difficult it is for parents. Um, I mean, I'm a mother of seven, I'm a grandmother of seven. I, I totally understand. We have 25 school days left, roughly, approximately, some, some more, some less, depending on the professional development number of days that are left in the calendar. But, you know, we have all had to pull together. The fact that our schools have been open since September where many jurisdictions across the country have had, have closed and closed tight. We have much to celebrate. Our schools are safe. There is no operational reason or health reason. Our students shouldn't be back in school right now. What we are doing is continuing with the very um, robust uh, protocols that we have in place, the masking, the cohorting, the hand sanitization, et cetera, et cetera. We are um, continuing to have our dedicated teams of contact tracers that, uh, and I'm not sure if, if people are aware of this, that we've had dedicated teams of contact tracers specifically uh, for schools so that we can provide that timely information so that we're not having to isolate larger groups than need be. We also have rapid testing, particularly Edmonton, Calgary, um, uh, Lethbridge, and Grand Prairie, which had we've seen higher case counts. Those teams, we also have a um, trans, um a rapid t- testing that we can send to hotspot areas. We will be sending a team up to Fort McMurray so that we can get some of that asymptomatic uh, testing done prior uh, to uh, students being in the classroom. Uh, the vaccination, the fact that we are seeing more students uh, ages 12 and older that are being vaccinated as well as teachers and staff, all of these measures are layered upon all of the things that we're doing to help protect uh, our schools. Again, I want to reiterate, our schools have been safe from the beginning. They continue to be safe. And I look forward to the last uh, number of days that students will be able to really have that quality time with their, their teachers, with their peers, and, and end the year in a very, on a very positive note. So there's no additional measures being brought in for this short-term return, you know, to try and get us to the end of the year? It's going to be the same conditions that we've gone through with the last couple of waves, or has there been added layers? Like you say, no rapid testing, but, you know, 11,000 tests uh, that have been used so far, so a pretty small number. Is that is that the extra layer of protection that might be in place? Well, that is, is added on for sure, but again, I just want to remind everyone that the shift that we did just recently was for operational reasons, not uh, because there were health reasons within our school. Right, yeah. uh, right now, we currently have 933 active cases, um, which is 0.12% of all students and staff. 
you know, I have to remind everyone we're about 800,000 uh, when you add our students and our staff numbers together. We've been able to keep those numbers really low. Dr. Hinshaw has, uh, you know, indicated that, um, that our numbers have been very good. Transmission within schools has been very, very low. So our schools are safe. Uh, we have um, these layers of, of, of protections um, and, and safety measures that we continue to use. And uh, just I remind everyone to do their part. Um, if everyone does their part, we will get to the end of the school year, um, on, as I said earlier, on a very positive note. Uh, Minister LaGrange, thank you so much for your time this morning. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll chat again. Education Minister Adriana LaGrange going over the decision that was made yesterday 